Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the The Happiest Happiest Girls Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning, and each week we'll be tackling a new topic, chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between. Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hi, Mary B. Okay, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? I am doing so well this morning. It is finally gorgeous, beautiful, stunning in New York, and I am really feeling very upbeat about it. Yes, it's been a long journey of a lot of rain here. And as someone who can't get outside with a baby unless it's nice out, I'm very excited about this gorgeous weather. So there's just something about being outside in open areas and open places that really, really lifts my mood. And so much beauty, especially in the park, by the water, you know, the beauty of the pigeons in the Mm, air. mm, mm. (laughs) Love it. We love that. I'm just excited to be able to enjoy that and have some time outside of the apartment. I have blackout shades, so this morning I woke up and was like, oh my gosh, it's probably just another gloomy day. (laughs) And then I raised them and I was like, ah! So I'm very, very exciting. Angels singing. Yes. What did you do last night? I went to a concert last night at Pier 17. It was Goth Babe in Yolklore. Pier 17 was a really, really cool venue. Anyone in New York or visiting New York, if you are looking for a, a venue that's very much the magic of the city, open air, so warm, especially like it's got to be a warm season, but the venue was so cool. And Goth Babe is a super like California, beachy, great vibes band. All of the guys in the band what I loved about them is they they looked like they just rolled out of bed, not in a bad way, and like came to this concert with a ton of people like here to support them. They were all about being very like not they they like made a point to say like that they didn't want to be like like any like to feel like they were above anyone like in the crowd. Like they were very like down home. Like I think they're from like Tennessee, like just like great kind guys there was one gal who got to crowd surf on a floaty i was kind of like um, jealous jealous but (laughs) i was i was happy for her i guess um she was like picked out of the crowd and yeah that was great that's really all that i did except yesterday i got to have so much quality time with dictator we hung out i hadn't babysat her for all day in a while so I was so happy that I got to to spend that time with her. She's grown so much. I know. She really has changed so much since you watched her. Like, she eats real food, Mm -hmm. and she's really moving around a lot, so... I made her some scrambled eggs. I felt like a gourmet chef. Yes. She loved them. She loves eggs. Mm -hmm. So, what about about you? How was your shift yesterday? My shift was good. It was so busy, and we were short-staffed, so... I didn't get to make it to music class, which was devastating. Oh my gosh, music class. But how was music without me? Oh my gosh. I think it changed my life. (laughs) It was so cute. Let me set the scene. We are in a park right next to the Hudson River. And so Spencer, Kate's husband, had come out and met us for music class, which was just the cutest thing. Yeah, he loves music class. Oh my gosh, I loved it too. And these instructors were great. They were like, okay, the only rule is parents have to do everything that we ask you to do because the, the babies are supposed to do it, but obviously they're babies, so they're not going to yeah, do Spencer it. Yeah, Spencer said he was breaking the rules a little. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, with... <laughs> 
Yeah, because the woman came over and was like, um, we really ask that you don't give the babies the instruments until we ask them because they will get really, really excited once you bring them out and want to play with them. Spencer was like, should we take them away from Dictator? Or I said that. Should we take them away from Dictator? And he was like, no. He basically, he actually, what he actually said was, we pay for this class, so I think it's fine. I was like, Which is funny because that, that woman is actually the mom of one of my mom friends. Oh. But she, and she, she's like the head of the class, like yeah, all the classes she, around the city. So she seemed like she was in charge. She takes it very seriously, which I think is, is good. But like at the end of the day, it's like, they're literal babies. Yeah. Like, it's okay. It's and, okay. But it's not like she like heckled us. Yeah. No, she no, just no. suggested. So I appreciate the suggestion because she is right mm-hmm. at the end of the day like like dictator would <laughs> like dictator oh no guys kate i just spilled my coffee kate everywhere. that coffee is the equivalent of a g-wagon oh. in 20 years i don't even know what to do you just spilled your g-wagon oh no don't tell dad oh my gosh quick pause while kate gets uh something to clean this up with all right, we're back. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, you can't even see the spill anymore. Kate has some sort of magical sorcery rug here that does not absorb anything. I know, it's an expensive rug, that's why. Clearly. But it's okay. Wow. It's all good. So anyway, back to music class. Essentially, it was magical, and a lot of people I was noticing would pass by us and just, like, stare at the circle of babies. Mm. And I didn't blame them because it was cute good for the soul. It's good for the soul. It's yeah. like when you also, when you see, like, little kids playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so, so good for cute. the soul. So and I appreciated that they were enforcing the parents to do all the movements because I was having fun. I was, like, dancing around. Yeah, you gotta get in it. getting in touch into with it. my youth. So, yeah, get and into then it, yeah. Spencer and I ordered bleaker pizza and some insomnia mm. and we've been watching season one of summer house have you seen summer house no i have though seen that one crossover episode with vanderbilt VPR- rules okay that should be our new show once you're done rewatching vpr but you should watch from the very beginning it's very interesting to see the character development because like amanda pops in and out and like you see Lindsay's antics and how hmm. they're fairly similar to her antics of this season i don't mm. want to spoil anything but just go Okay. It's a good watch. It's should good we watch. T- should we talk about Vanderpump Rules? Sure. What do you think about this episode? I thought it was very juicy. I have a hard time understanding someone who has such little conscience like that. The guild would eat me alive mm-hmm. for doing what Rachel did. <laughs> uh, so that would just be crazy to me. And the fact that Tom Schwartz is like a forty year old. And he's behaving this way. I think he just wanted a yes man. Like, he's like a classic narcissist. But I'm just so interested to see if this is how he's... If this has how he's always been. Because season one of VPR... Oh, yeah. He was like a nobody. Like, he was so quiet. Schwartz or Sandoval? Sandoval. Sandoval. He didn't really do much. Yeah. And then season two was when he kind of, like, got crazy. Well, he was dating Kristen, so... Yeah. But also, I don't know, I just think that the whole situation is very wrong, but I do think that, I don't know, I wish that the reunion was coming out so that people could just move on. People are like, she's getting so much heat, I'm like, it's because it just keeps, it's playing out in real time on our television. Right. And we haven't even gotten to the reunion yet. Yeah. So it's like, the wound, it's like getting scabbed over and then it's scratched open every Wednesday night when the episode airs. That's so true, yeah. I think that it's 
though, back to the episode, I think that it's insane the way that Raquel Rachel is able to talk to Ariana, be friends with her, and know what she's doing behind her back. It's almost like she is dissociating. I I just, I can't even understand it. Yeah, and also something that bothers me is people who talk about, oh, well, Lala did blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, Lala was one much younger. Mm -hmm. She was in her young 20s, and there was a power imbalance, blah, 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 and she's grown, and she stepped away, and she's realized the errors of her ways. Yeah. And it's the same with Kristen Doty. Like, she was, like, they were just younger and dumb. Like, this, you can't compare that to a 10-year relationship where there's a house involved and it's your best friend, like, it's just crazy. And yeah. I'm just so glad that they didn't have any kids together. Yeah. That always makes it more... And the same with Katie and Schwartz. Like, children add such a difficult dynamic mm-hmm. to a breakup or a divorce, as we see with Lala and Rand. Yeah. Makes everything harder. Who who you choose... I have said that before. Who you choose to have a baby with is... Yep. The biggest, one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Yeah. I will say, just as a viewer, though, I am eating up watching these episodes knowing what we know now. It's so entertaining to spot the little things that Sandoval and Raquel have or to watch people slowly figure it out. It's just good television. Totally. And, like, you know Lisa Vanderpump knows. Yeah. Like, women, we know. Yeah. Our intuition, it's strong. Do you think that she had, um, oh, what's her husband's name again? Ken. Do you think she had Ken say that comment this week? Of course. You know that she ran to Ken and was like, okay, Ken, these are your lines. I need you to come in. And then he, like, scurries in and he dropped the line and he, like, kind of messed it up, which was really cute. And then, like, Lisa corrected him. He was like, did you see, oh, did you see? And uh, she goes like, yeah, in the jacuzzi. And then he ran away. And 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 Lisa's like, like, how do you know that? And she's like, well, I told you. I love them. But also, like, why didn't Raquel just lie? Like, why was she... I don't know. Well, Sandoval is also doing a lot of lying himself, and I don't understand how Ariana doesn't more, but I think she's she's just so trusting, which it's sad that she can't be. Like, after being in 10 years, you would think you would be able to trust someone implicitly. That's true. Well, that's why she was. It's true. Yeah. All right, anyways, anything else to add about VPR? No, nothing to add. Um, You know, again, good entertainment, but I hope everyone's doing okay. Yes, of course, (laughs) at the bare minimum. Yeah, absolutely. getting their life together. Yeah. So, oh, also, I just wanted to add, James is becoming a favorite. Oh, my gosh, yes. The growth is (laughs) impeccable. And I also, like, I think Allie has a lot to do with that. Allie is no-nonsense. Yeah. And I respect that. Something I have noticed watching the show is the people who have messed up the worst in their youth seem to be the wisest now. Mm -hmm. And the people who are a little bit more, like, who, like, like, who did not have those crazy things or, like, have awful made really big mistakes, they do not seem to have had the same growth as the other people. So now everybody I used to, like, hate, I feel like I'm beginning to love because yes. they've learned and they've learned and grown, they've grown, which is what it's all about. Which is what we wish the Toms would do, but they're just not. Yeah. They're simply oh not. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. They both just infuriate me. But anyway. Today's discussion mm-hmm. is transitions, transitional years, 
going mainly going from college to the real world. Mm-hmm. And I think we should start with you, Mary B, since you're the freshest out of college into the real world. And you definitely went into a different profession mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. You went like much more corporate, which I think a lot of people can relate with. Mm-hmm. So what was your experience like going, graduating from a pretty big school that's like very close knit mm-hmm. and then moving? Take it away. Here I am. I think <laughs> my, I think what I really want to emphasize is it's really difficult. I think no matter who you are to transition from college to the real world. Mm-hmm. Even if you are moving into a city where, like I did, where you have a ton of friends from college living there, it's just such a different lifestyle. Yes. Like, would you agree? Like, yes. It's just, you don't, you suddenly aren't living just amongst all of your best friends. You aren't walking on a college campus where you might just run into someone you aren't having those days. Well, they do happen, but they're fewer and far between where you meet up with some people and then suddenly the dominoes just roll and you just have a day of like, let's do this, let's do that. We're all hanging out together and then like we have a full day together and who knows what happened. It was spontaneous and fun. Those days just aren't as, they, they don't really happen as much post-grad. So I think it's so normal to be struggling with that transition no matter who you are. I think even people who seem to have the most friends in a city are struggling because it's a difficult change and change is just difficult by virtue of being a human being. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think on the job front, you're, so you leave college after you've had this super structured schedule, you're always surrounded by friends and then you're kind of thrust out into the real world to try to figure out how to set up your Wi-Fi and electricity bill Mm -hmm. and how to do all that kind of stuff, which I think are invaluable skills to learn, Mm -hmm. but kind of scary to try to figure out. But it's great. Post-grad is great, I think. It was better than college. Like you You have more freedom. You have less rules. You have a little bit of money now. But mm-hmm. I think on the job front, did you love your first job straight out of no, college? No, absolutely not. And I think that, so in this vein, what was what my friends and I used to talk about all the time post-grad is when you, from 0 to 21, 22, life is really, really structured for you, like you said. You always know like from if I'm in 11th grade next year, I'm just going to 12th grade. And that is that path and like the structure of like first semester, second semester or four quarters or depending on where you go is very much laid out for you. And then suddenly you're in the real world, you start this job, this career, and suddenly it's there's no path. You choose it yourself, which can be right. really stressful. No one's telling you what you're going to be doing next year. And you have to decide that for yourself. And that is very scary. And I think that being in the corporate world, it always it you can get on a certain path. But for myself, I also was constantly thinking, is this what I want to be doing? Is this where I want to be? But at the same time, I think no matter what, your first job out of college, I think it's very rare for anyone to actually really be happy in that because yes. you're the you're doing the grunt work at that stage, which you should be doing, but because that's how you learn, I think 
I've recently just realized as I move more into a managerial position at my job, it works, the the business world works the way that it works because when you're doing that grunt work, yes, it is grueling and people can be, I mean, I had, I didn't experience this a ton, but you're not doing like the inspiring work when you're in, like an analyst right. just starting out. You're doing the PowerPoints, you're, you're taking notes, but all of that is a way for you to learn and that is what helps you then head into that managerial or leadership space because you understand how the ground floor of the business works and that helps you as you as you you know move up that ladder so that's just part of it i mean i think that as long as you're on a path where you like where you're going if where you are right now isn't what's making you happy i think Again, what matters is where you are going to be. Yes, I think that it's very common to not like your first job. So if you're sitting at home like, oh my gosh, I hate this. Is this going to be my life? Mm -hmm. Don't think of it that way because it won't always be that way. Yeah. And to just get a position and get a job is congratulations. Yeah, like that's amazing. That's amazing. Like that's so hard, especially in this this climate. And you can just use that as a stepping stone to get something on your resume. That's one of the hardest parts about being a nurse in a major city is getting a job as a fresh new grad. Yeah. It's very hard. You're going to be on a a not great floor because if there's a lot of availability on a floor, that should be sometimes a red flag that there's high turnover and that nurses are leaving a lot. Mm -hmm. I really had a lot. This is now I'm speaking to my, my nurses. If there's anybody out there that had a lot of anxiety, my first year of nursing and just constantly worrying that I did something wrong and that I was going to come back the next shift or I was going to get a phone call that I did something, even though I was taking all the steps to do everything right. You just never know. Like there's, there's always a risk of human error, Mm -hmm. especially when you're in such a high stress situation, you're overworked, burnt out from, I guess you really wouldn't be burnt out because you just started. I just started, but But you can, I feel like you working night shift. Yeah. Yeah. And like while I actually enjoyed the work and now I'm finally at a job where I'm like, I'm so excited to go to every day. Those years of experience were invaluable Mm -hmm. that I still apply to every day. And I feel like I'm a really amazing nurse because of it. And you just have to kind of get through that, that kind of rough and tough period where you just you're learning. Yeah, you're yeah, you're still learning. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it is in the corporate world too. I mean, when you first start out, one of the best pieces of advice I got from someone who was very high up my senior and I had very a lot of like luck having her in my corner. She said, "You need to stop comparing yourself to me." Yeah. She's like, "I advice. have been in this business <laughs> totally. for however many years, there's no way you can expect yourself to be at my caliber. Right. And that's, I'm, I feel like the same in any profession. You can't expect yourself to be at level 10 when you are, it's your first year on the job. So I think as long as you're working hard, that is what matters and trying to do your best in every way possible. That's really what people pay attention to at the end of the day. Definitely. So do you think are you still friends with a lot of your friends from college or from your first year? I guess you don't live in Chicago anymore, but mm. 
you know what I'm saying? Are you still friends with those people, or do you feel like you've transitioned? I am still friends with them, yes. I was really lucky to have a good group of girls in Chicago when I moved there. Um, but I met a lot... Of they, a lot of them were people that I knew in college, but weren't, like, really, like, close, close friends with. But I, in the city, we became closer. I will say one thing that I, I did intentionally try to do was increase my my circle. So meet people at work, meet people in different in different ways. But I think that the pandemic really cut that at the knees. Yeah. I will say. Like I felt like as as I was meeting new people, it hit that time where you weren't gonna hang out with anyone that you didn't know or like were like fairly close with because of the pandemic. Right. When you were barely you could barely hang out with anyone at all. So with that, I think it also brought our Notre Dame group together because we had known each other for a long time. Even if we weren't, we didn't know each other as close friends for so long, we knew at least of each other and who right. each other was for a really long time. So we formed like this small group that would like only hang out with each other in those times to keep like our quarantine bubble small. And we did bond over that. So I think that's kind of a unique situation that I was in. And I was, I felt really lucky to have had those people at my fingertips because I don't think everybody, everybody was so lucky. Um, So yeah, I think that was my experience. I think that right now in New York, I am still friends with some of those girls who also made the move and they're great girls. But I also think it's important to always be expanding your horizons. So... I am really happy, like, with my roommate is not a Notre Dame person, but, and I'm even proud of that, (laughs) like, though, like, it's amazing to live with Notre Dame people, and they're wonderful, it's, like, kind of like a joke amongst us that, like, we really, really run tight, like, there's so many, like, even my roommate is, like, there's so many Notre Dame people around everywhere, so it's always great. I know, it's (laughs) always good to be just meeting new people and having those new experiences, so, um, you know, kind of like the two things could be true at once. Like it would be amazing to be living with a Notre Dame person and like in those, in those people that I know, but also it's, I feel like I gained so much from living with someone who also has friends outside of Notre Dame. So I can meet new people in that way. Yes, so it's been really nice. Definitely. So, so good. And my roommate what was found through a friend of a Notre Dame friend. So if people are looking to have that experience, that is a good way I think to be like, does anyone have like, even like a friend of a friend who's looking for, for a roommate, just put it into the universe and yes. you never know what can come back. Yes, definitely. Because it is hard to, when, like when I moved to Chicago None of my friends, really, that I was friends with at St. Mary's were in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I think there was maybe one, and I wasn't super tight with. And in college, you're friends sometimes with people just because of the circumstances, and, like, they're that's the pool that's available to you and as you get older you kind of reevaluate and you're like wait a second this isn't really someone that I necessarily want in my life anymore we're not we don't have the same interests. we don't have that much in common what my friend Nicole said one time was uh, our values don't are in alignment yes exactly (laughs) I loved I was like values aren't in alignment and so yeah exactly exactly yeah and that's totally fine and so I went through a, a period of like a lot of loneliness because 
I just didn't have any friends, so I was just, like, hanging out by myself at night, and that oh, also, that's okay, but then I was dating a guy that was still in college, and that yeah. also kept me in a bad relationship, because I was like, well, I don't want to break up with this person, because then do I, then who do I have, like, then I'm really alone, Yeah. and yeah. so once I finally made another friend out, like, outside of that, that's when, like, I really had the courage to leave. I'm like, wow, you know what? I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, that kind of gave me the courage to just move away from that. And that just started a whole new chapter and a really amazing chapter of my life. And so it's so important that you try to make those new friends yeah. and not just, like, sit in your loneliness or expect your boyfriend or partner or whatever to be everything for you. Like, girlfriends are so important, mm-hmm. which we've talked about before on here. And making friends is hard work. Like making how, friends is hard. How did you make that friend? What was what it was did you do? through another friend. There was an, oh, there another a girl that I had do- gone to nursing school with, who she was like, "Let's go to dinner or something." And she brought Christina, my mm-hmm. my, my now Love friend you, that Christina. I talk about a lot, and she. That's how we really connected and just like hit it off she had just broken up with her boyfriend Mm. and I was like in my mind (laughs) already broken up Mm -hmm. and so she's like so having her was like a great we were trauma bonded I'm just kidding there's nothing like trauma bond (laughs) but no she like really gave me the courage to like step away from that and then we just had a blast like tearing up Chicago Mm -hmm. and so that was a really great way to meet someone and then through her through Christina I met Allie I met like a bunch of other people I think if you can have one person it really it really helps like that's the same in New York I have a friend from college who she went to Notre Dame actually and as we've learned from Mary Bean on Notre Dame they run deep they run like they're very loyal which is really it's a good (laughs) thing it is a good thing but it's also good I think to challenge yourself to meet new friends (laughs) totally like I have friends from all from all over and yeah so through Catherine who we had met freshman year because we were we were dating best friends and then we ditched the guys and kept each other. Love but it. um, so she introduced me then to Julia and like other other mm, people too. Love those girls. So again, just meeting friends through one other person, mm-hmm. I met another friend. Yeah, and that really has made such a difference in my experience here because being lonely is not a good feeling and Mm -hmm. you we are not meant to be like that like we are meant to be social yes we are social beings and I wish there was an easier way these days to make friends because just like dating people don't talk to each other out in public anymore Mm -hmm. just because we're all probably afraid like I don't know anything about you Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to do like a full you know FBI background search on you before we go hang out right and so that's why I prefer to meet through another friend Mm -hmm. because like I know my friend likes you so I know you're gonna be normal normal enough like I'm not very normal but I feel like I'm normal enough right so yeah, that's I, so true. I feel like that's a really good way to to meet people is mm-hmm. through others. But also, we got to change the narrative. Like, it's okay to say hi to people at the end of your workout class if you see them there all the time. Yeah, you'd always so, rather be the person that says hi than the person that yes. doesn't say hi back. Yes, 
Exactly. Exactly. Very well said. Yeah. That's something I need to work on myself. So one thing that I, well, I'll just tease. That's I think going to be part of my babu for this week, but I'll just, I'll, I'll tease. But yeah. And I, I think it's also nice to just meet people through your, your interests, your other interests, which is my teaser. So Mm. anyway. Okay. But yeah, I think as we speak, it it is like that one person. Like if you can have one person that you know, it can really open you up to a world of other possibilities of friends. And so that's, I think, a good tip. And to lean into that, like I think that I feel like making friends is intentional and you have to be up to always hang out with them, like when they ask, at least in the beginning. You have yes. to be putting in that work to, like, reach out and make yourself vulnerable. It's a yes. vulnerable position to be, like, I, like, want to be friends with you. But I think that if you, if I think back to whenever someone has tried to befriend me, I've always been so flattered. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. And sometimes of it's hard for me to turn that around and be like, oh, this person doesn't think I'm annoying. They actually are probably flattered that I'm reaching out to them and want to hang out because that's how I feel when people reach right. out to me. Right. Totally. But it, it is. It can be really anxiety riddled. But just thinking about that, like people like to feel important and liked. So yes. if you reach out to them, it's probably makes them really happy. Yes. So as we head to graduation time, since we're <laughs> May... And I'm sure a lot of you yeah, who are listening are graduating. So exciting. We're so proud yes. of you. Yes. So if you had one piece of advice for someone that was graduating, what would it be? And you can you can take a second if you need to collect your thoughts. Oh my gosh. Someone who's fresh out of college, like Going right into now. the real world. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I would say start reflecting now on what you want your life to look like. Because if you can really internalize that, see almost like a vision, like close your eyes and think about what do I see for myself that would make me so happy and feel fulfilled in my life, write that down and then make it happen for yourself. Yeah, like the one, five, ten year goal. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. But at the same time, you know, be kind to yourself. It's not going to happen overnight. That's what dad used to say. He's like, when you lay in bed, you need to close your eyes and visualize scoring a goal. Yes, And then you'll do it. Yes. (laughs) One of my favorite exercises, this is a little off track, but that... A really, like, lovely, lovely gal that I went to, got my master's with, who's now a teacher right now. She's just wonderful. And we were meeting up right as I was leaving Chicago, and she was like, okay, like, I wanted to tell you about this visualization thing that I have done, like, with my boyfriend, and it's really awesome. And she's like, close your eyes and pretend like you're at the movie theater. And you're seeing yourself, and for this, it was my move to New York. She's like, you're seeing yourself, like, throughout the seasons, like, having, like, the time of your life and, like, all these, like, you're just, like, loving it there and, you know, take time to, like, consider that for, like, a few seconds, a minute or two. And then she said, open your eyes. What did you see? Oh, love that. You know, when you were visualizing what, like, you know, what you wanted for yourself, what came to your mind? And I, I think that that's such a great exercise. That's like, a great exercise. So anyway, if anyone wants to use that free, free exercise. Yes. But shout and out to write, my friends. Write Sarah. in what you see when you visualize, please. Yeah. 
But also, um, I would like to add, not that you asked my advice. Yes, I was going to ask. I feel like you've only been asking me questions. People are going to think I'm like a narcissist. Kate, what do you, what is your advice? Okay, I have a couple pieces of advice, okay? My first would be do not start your job until like end of August or September, okay? This is the last summer of your life. Mm-hmm. Even if you become a teacher, you're still doing work over the summer. Mm-hmm. So... Until you guys, you know, become a third wife, you need to take advantage of that summer and just enjoy and live off of your parents' dime if they'll let you. Don't rush into moving and starting work. Just enjoy that time. My next piece of advice is when you do go to start work, make sure you are contributing to your 401k. That's something that I did not do from the beginning, and it's yes. literally free money, so... Listen to our finance episode. Yeah, yeah, you can go back and listen to, you know, Happiest Girl Finance Ep, mm-hmm. and you'll learn a lot about that, but that is super, super, super important. And my last piece of advice, and Mary B and I were just talking about this before we started the pod, is to say yes when people ask you to go do things when you just moved to a new city. Mm -hmm. So someone that you don't really know really well is like, hey, come join this volleyball team. Say yes. yes. Even if volleyball isn't your thing, you've never played volleyball a day in your life. Doesn't matter. Neither of those people have probably either. Like, just go out there, go have fun, and then you guys can go to a happy hour after. Like, just say yes to things. Mm -hmm. So that is my advice. And to be clear, you don't, you know, we're, you can always say no. Of course. But if you're like, like, this is not going to serve me, then say no. But at that time, when you're fresh in a city, you're trying to meet new people, you got to say yes. Mm -hmm. Just put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Don't be afraid to go somewhere where you're just meeting everyone for the first time. Obviously be safe, but just go and and put yourself out there and you never know you can meet your next best friend. Yes. So you got this. And in the hard times, no, it's hard for everybody. Yes. Don't sit there and think everybody's thriving and this is awful for me. That's not the case. Yes. And that's so interesting you say that because I just did that dinner with Closer where Mm -hmm. basically everybody literally said the exact same thing like things that they were missing in their life like everyone was like I don't know how to make friends I don't know like I don't really want to be drinking all the time anymore like it was like when we went around the room like every single person had the same thoughts Hmm. we just don't talk about it so everyone is having those same feelings the anxiety the nervousness you know everybody is feeling it too Mm -hmm. you just gotta get in there and say yes yes Alrighty, let's do, do you want to do bad boo or do you want to do wins? Let's do wins. I've okay. really been looking forward to these. Guys, so many good wins today. I just love this segment. I look forward to it every month. Um, let me get to our our submissions. Yes, every, but thank you to everybody who's who's been writing in mm-hmm. and who followed us at Happiest Girls Podcast on Instagram. Oh, at the happiest girls oh, the podcast. Happiest. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> That's okay. Okay, I'll start. Oh my gosh! First one. Found mm. out I'm running the NYC marathon in November. Oh my gosh! Please. Go girl! Wow! Go girl. I have a few friends who are running it, and um, I will keep an eye out for you. Okay, well, congrats. What was their name? Oh, this person's name. Well, I'll be doing Samantha. Anon. I, Samantha. I, I said people to write anon. If they oh, 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 oh. So okay. Samantha, Samantha, congratulations, get it, girl. You're amazing. Good, good luck with your training. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Graduated with my master's degree and won best 
thesis oh from okay. Bex. Okay, Bex. Smarty. Wow, I want to know what your thesis is. I love yeah. a good thesis. Let Congratulations. Write in your thesis. Graduated with my master's in speech pathology, Molly. Speech path, you guys are really important, especially as a new mom. I really love you guys. Yeah. So amazing. congratulations on that. Crushing it. Uh, here's one, Kate. Want to read this one? Oh, one nurse of the year from my floor. What? Teach me your ways. That's amazing. Crushing it. Did you get a Daisy Award? That's incredible. Wow. Amazing. I'm so honored that you follow us. Yes. Um, killed a presentation with our CEO the week before COO. I go on... COO. before I go on maternity leave. Okay, okay. Sam. Killing wow, it. Wow, she does it all. Wow, so that means what? You're like nine months pregnant? Yeah, she, she, she's growing a human <laughs> and she's slaying work. I have chills. Amazing. That is inspiring. Amazing. All right. You want to pick one, Kay? There's so many good ones. Oh my gosh. We got... Oh, reached 18 weeks pregnant. So excited for my first baby. Oh my Alex, I know exactly how stressful that is. So I'm so excited for you. Mm. Good luck with your anatomy scan coming up. It's the coolest thing ever. It's mm. not scary. It's very cool. You get to look at the brain. You get to see their kidneys, their heart, everything. It's very cool. Love it. What else what else oh my gosh, look at that one exercise 22 days in a row mary oh my gosh you're Teach making me, me you're literally embarrassing me right now okay <laughs> did not have to come that hard for me but it's fine i started a new job and finished all semester all the semester with all a's i'm so drained but so worth worth it izzy you guys we have some all smarties a's. that's incredible I've never done that never never done that in my life Going Let's to see. Seaside, Florida. Ella's going to Seaside. We love... Didn't we go to We've Seaside? We've been to Seaside. That's love like by Seaside. color water. Committed... Um, Ash is committed to Tulane. And she's going to graduate in 20 days. Life is good. Oh, my gosh. Wow, so another a smarty. Time. Tulane, that's in New Orleans, right? That'll be fun. Yes. Eat some beignets. Yes. I've heard good things. I've heard fun things about Tulane. So enjoy. Ran every single day. That's also amazing. I need to get better at my training for my 10K coming up. Mm-hmm. So. I had a friend who wrote in. I want to. And this is yeah. a guy. Even He's the happiest guy. Oh, welcome. He passed a professional license exam. S- Noah. Wow, and he was just in New Zealand, so I don't know when he had time to do that. Wow. Crushing he it, can Noah. travel and study. He does it all. He does it all, ladies. Oh, this person's going to be an uncle. We have another happiest. Oh, who is this? Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is my friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Eric. Eric, yes, congrats I thought that uncle. was you. Eric. Hey, thanks for writing in. Wow, you guys are so nice. Auntie life is the best life. It is the best life. I'm so, so happy for you. Congrats, Eric. Morgan said, I figured out what was wrong with my body and got surgery scheduled, which is so amazing. As someone who's in the the journey of trying to figure out my headaches, I totally understand what a relief that is, and we're so excited for you. Steph graduated college. I I hope you enjoy this episode, and you got some tips. Yes. And then Caroline last but not least got a high LSAT score and is waiting to hear from law schools oh okay Elwoods wow can't wait to see you go to Harvard I can't believe all these amazing people listen to us thank you oh yeah <laughs> oh wait sorry I forgot one Mia she got a very prestigious award for community service which oh is my awesome oh I didn't even see this one and Kev she got she he got into Georgia Tech love congratulations. that congratulations amazing great school and Jordan 
going on vacation with her family. So fun. Love oh my gosh, a vacation. Yes. And Emily, we're just like going for it. Emily finished year two of physical therapy. One more year to go. Oh my god, go. that's so hard. You're gonna be oh a doctor though. You have a doctorate. That's physical so therapists, amazing people. Yes, Congratulations. Love too. Uh, wow. But yeah, I think that's all of them. Sorry if we, we missed did. yours. Sorry if we, we missed yours. A, There's a ton, but it was um really great to read all of yes. your wins for the month. Yes. So exciting. Oh my gosh, so, you guys are amazing. Yes. Thank you for listening and thank you for just holding up our society. Totally. We got some amazing people in this bunch. Yes. Okay, so bad what was your baboo for last my week? My boo for my baboo for last week was not to drink. I have been successful. I have not drank. Thank you very much. It was great. It was nice. There were a few times I had to say no, but I feel like I've done that so many times in the past with my like sober months that I've just gotten used to it. And people are very understanding. So yes, that's a good good skill to have. Yes. So I feel very good. I'm happy with it. I feel healthier. Um, just, you know, not having those extra. Do you feel like you've slept better? Yes, I've definitely slept better, which is always such a plus when you don't drink. So I'm feeling overall, feeling very good. And my bad boo for next week. So I went to this burger place, which you and Spencer need to go to in the Lower East Side called Virginia's. Okay. I think, I have not been to Fort Charles. So I'll preface with that. But I think it's the best burger I have had in the city. I have an Oshawa. same thing. Same burger. It is? It's owned by the same people. Oh my gosh. You heard it here. If you want a Fort Charles burger, just go to Oshawa. Then why is everyone so big on Fort Charles? Well, because it's like, it's amazing steakhouse. Like, they have way more than, you don't go for just the burger. Like, the food is incredible. They have a really good prime rib sandwich. Like, it's just an experience. It's kind of like Carbomery. Like, it's the experience. Okay. It's really small, intimate. Okay. So maybe when I go to Fort Charles, then I won't get the burger. You just get the burger as like an app. You know, you just take a little bite and you're like, you split it with the table. Okay. It's not like a main event. Okay, okay. Well, I think then, yeah, you heard it here first. I thought Virginia's was better than Oshaball. Right. So if it's the same burger, it was amazing. And we got shoestring fries, oh, which I love shoestring fries. were so good and salty. They kind of reminded me of McDonald's fries, mm, which that's how I you know McDonald's they're good. Fries. But anyway, there was a bar across the street from this restaurant called the Books, the Book Club or something like that. I got to get the exact name. My friend had gotten to dinner early, so she... Um, went there beforehand and she was like we need to go it's a bar and people just like there's like books all over the walls it's like like a bookstore (laughs) and people go and they (laughs) drink and they read and it's totally normal and they have events like um like you can go to like a writing workshop like you like they have like little fun things that you can get involved in so I feel like I want to either go there this week, even if I go alone, or at least sign up for one of their events, because it seemed like a really cool thing, and that's something I love is reading, so maybe I can meet some people. Yes. Also. Love so that's that. my babu. That's How about your babu? Um, okay, so my babu is to work out every day, which I did not do. That's okay. But you know what? That's that's the part of Babu is I'm trying to be better. I wasn't successful this week, but I have been successful in the past, so yep. I know I will be successful in the future. Sometimes life just gets in the way. Yes, and honestly, and I never want to blame it on, you know, Spencer's work because if I did, I would, you know, never get anything done. So, but I was, like, expecting him to be home earlier on a couple nights so I could get my runs in, and he wasn't. So I got to invest in a, a, maybe a running stroller, and oh. then I can just take Dictator with me on my yes, runs. I will, too. And so that's that. My my babu for this week, Spencer and I are going to do eating out only two meals mm. in the week. Including like DoorDash? Yeah. 
Love that. So we're gonna we're gonna go to Trader Joe's during Dictator's last week window today mm. and get groceries and obviously his work dinners don't count, but like for us ordering out and just try to be better about that. That's a great babu. Yeah. So good for the the ye old wallet. Yes, 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 definitely. All right. Well, I think that's all we had for today. Yes. Thanks so much for listening to the Happiest Girls podcast. Yes. Follow at Kate Kolshar on Instagram and TikTok. Follow at the Happiest Girls podcast on Instagram. And we love you. Yes. Have a great Monday. Monday Monday reset, reset, baby. Let's Let's go. go.